We are all wary of enemies that could attack us from the outside. And we take precautions to secure ourselves from them. Little do we realize that even more virulent enemies lie within, often unnoticed. These are the uncontrolled negative thoughts of anger, greed, desire, hatred, envy, and illusion that repeatedly keep popping into our mind, harming us immensely. Take the case of Howard Hughes, who in the 1970s was the wealthiest person in the world. And in history, he has gone down as the 44th wealthiest person ever. His wealth was so immense that he once went to Las Vegas and was staying in the desert in penthouse suite. After a few weeks, the manager got annoyed and wanted to kick him out. Howard Hughes just purchased the entire hotel. He loved watching old Hollywood movies at night. But none of the three TV stations in Vegas was offering such movies at night. So he just purchased a TV station to fulfill his passion. He was also a movie producer and was having liaison with many famous actresses. However, in his middle age, he lost control over his mind and began thinking that he was perpetually being attacked by germs from the outside. He would wash his hands over and over until they bled. He would cover his feet with paper bags. And his domestic help had elaborate instructions of washing their hands three times and covering them with paper napkins while serving him food. If any of his servants ever caught a viral infection, he would feel that the bacterial load at home had increased so much that he would get his entire wardrobe burnt. That phobia kept on increasing until it got to the point where he would cover his whole room with black paper considering it to be a fortress against germs from the outside. He spent the last few years of his life completely by himself, imprisoned in his own ideas, while shuttling from Vegas to Bahamas to Nicaragua to England to Canada, staying in hotels following the same procedures. Now, here was a person who had such tremendous resources on the outside. 
and yet was completely harassed by his own negative thoughts. Howard Hughes' phobia for germs was just one example of faulty and defective thinking and what it can do to a person. Let me read a little about it from my latest book, The Power of Thoughts. Have you ever felt about someone? This man doesn't know how to think. Or have you come away from a discussion sensing she can't think straight? Your estimation of the person could be true because faulty thought patterns are quite prevalent. In the previous story, Hugh's thinking was obviously defective. But what is it that creates faulty thinking in people? Sometimes incorrect beliefs are the cause. Other times it results from an erroneous way of looking at the world. While at times it happens because of incomplete knowledge of things. So here are some examples of faulty thinking. The first is overgeneralization, where from something which happened, a general presumption is reached. Kavita rejected the friendship of Dinesh, and Dinesh now concludes, she does not like me. Nobody will ever like me. That statement is obviously defective. But Dinesh has decided upon it and believes it to be true, thereby crippling his life on that faulty belief. Or suppose Seema failed in an interview. She says, now I can never succeed in any interview. Imagine what that kind of belief would do to her career, but she sincerely believes it. This is the case of overgeneralization, the first kind of faulty thinking. The second is emotional reasoning, where we feel something and thereby assume because I feel it like this, it must be true. For example, a person says, I feel my business partner will cheat me and therefore he will cheat me. Or someone else says, I feel this new scheme will not succeed and therefore it can never succeed. People who are overly sentimental, especially emotional, where the heart rules the head, they easily fall prey to emotional reasoning. Now here is a third kind of defective thinking, polarized thinking. This is the all or nothing kind of thinking. If something doesn't succeed completely, then it is an absolute failure. 
So people with polarized thinking say, I did not get an A plus in maths, so I am a failure. Or they say, that promotion did not come to me, so now my career is doomed. They tend to divide the world into black or white without realizing the richness of human existence covers a wide spectrum of results, consequences, situations and circumstances. Nobody has it all and nobody is a complete failure. But people with polarized thinking tend to put people into boxes. Another kind of defective thinking is personalization. Blaming others for the way we feel. You always make me feel bad. Now our thoughts are always a choice we make. Nobody can force us to feel bad. But this person is blaming others for his own feelings. Or somebody else says, because of her, I am the way that I am. Now imagine if that is the way we are going to think, we'll never take responsibility for ourselves and land up playing the blame game. So these kinds of negative thoughts, they arise either from wrong beliefs or erroneous ways of looking at the world or faulty incomplete knowledge. But their consequence is the negative thoughts that then start popping up automatically into our mind as they did in the case of Howard Hughes. And those automatic negative thoughts become our worst enemies residing right within. That is why Sri Krishna said in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjun, this mind can be your best friend, but it can also be your worst enemy. So Arjun, Uplift yourself by the power of your mind. Do not degrade yourself. Be wary of these kinds of faulty thinking and many more which I have described in the power of thoughts. And let us also discover the ways to go beyond and rectify this kind of thinking in this series of the same name, The Power of Thoughts.